All people are created equal and are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The Nigerian Dream If you are a Nigerian, you live in the country, you live outside Nigeria, you follow Nigerians on Twitter, if you see anything out about us as a people, you should know that one thing Nigerians living in Nigeria dream about more than anything is to leave the country, start a new life overseas, preferably Canada, but you know, do you, wherever you want. And it's something we say jokingly. As Nigerians, we are infamous for making jokes about everything because we can't take anything too seriously. Like recession, we make jokes. Corona, we make jokes. We have Lord Sky and everybody's making dance because what can you do? What can you do when a system is so depressed, when so much infrastructure is missing in the country? Everything is so messy in Nigeria and it's become something that is normal. So definitely, young people, even some older people have decided that we will do what we can to get out of this crap hole. And for those who stay, <laughs> props to you. And this dream, this, this Nigerian dream, it didn't start today. It's not some... 21st century product of bad governance like it the seed was planted a while ago at the time many of our parents would have been born and by parents i mean mostly like gen x or like boomer parents pre post biafra war them them like all that and just when all that crap goes down and when you see your country tear itself apart because of injustice like it stings especially for marginalized groups and even prior to that, just thinking of how the white man could come in before, during, and like after those times. You know, the British stole from us. They took our children, they took our land, took our resources, and all for the sake of the Commonwealth and all that jack. And you know, Elizabeth and all these people, they always love to give pretty names, you know, stuff like the Commonwealth of Nations. The only wealth that is actualized is the British pocket and all of this is just there to feed the queen and her crown jewels so you know we move and that's how this rubbish started the cancer crept slowly into our systems weakened our sense of national pride our sense of unity apparently they used to sell us for mirrors and gin but honestly I doubt the truth in some of that. As true as it might be, I'm just careful with believing certain things because research has shown that even certain kingdoms like the Benin Kingdom, before the slave masters and all these people had arrived, like they had advanced as people, they knew their stuff, they, like they legit knew what they were doing. But of course, the colonial masters have always found ways to twist the story. And since we're so used to the lies, most of us eat their shit and say, thank you. So back to parents and not having any sense of national pride. And it's become so bad that most young Nigerians don't really know jack about the country. Like, I can promise you that if you sample, let's say 10 Nigerians, no, 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 10 is too small. I'll say 100, 100 Nigerians between the ages of 0 and 21. Or let me say, you know, people who can actually speak English. Let's say, I mean, speak anything. Let's say 5 and 21. I can say with my chest that at least 80 who don't know how to speak their native language. And by speak, I don't mean saying hello and thank you and goodbye. No, 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 no. I mean hold actual conversation. In some situations, I could say even 90, but let's be generous and say 80. And out of the 80, I can say that, I said out of the 80, sorry, out of the 20 that can, I can promise you that at least 15 are either Hausa 
Yoruba or Igbo. They would be from one of the major ethnic groups in Nigeria. So in many ways, I think minority tribes have almost forgotten the roles they have to play on educating their young. Like, hi, you exist as much as anyone else. This is your job to teach and educate your children in case the colonial masters forgot to tell you that. But back to parents, because as most of us can't speak our languages since our parents might have never taught them to us. And why they didn't teach us is because of shame back to shame back 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 to the shame issue like the talk is actually a lot but like wow because of the shame they were taught to feel from a young age you know growing up and going to schools with white teachers like pre and post-colonial nigeria and white administrators and you know the white man was made in a way to be the most foremost manifestation of success the English they spoke, the clothes they wear, and, and everything they represented, like, it felt so surreal for many young children just watching this. So it created this romanticized view of the Western world and Western culture. And slowly, people started to aspire towards these goals, you know, found new Eurocentric ways to assimilate and be global citizens in quotes we had relaxers and heat sets curls we learned english and went abroad and before we knew it our country was in too deep like we were so deep in the facade and now we're stuck with a dollar being almost 500 naira but what can we do <laughs> we just keep moving so the parents who didn't speak their language or you know really teach their culture to their children I can tell you how the conversation always goes, at, le at least how I know it went for me and for many of my friends. It would go, oh, we didn't have time, or we didn't want it to interfere with your English, or like, we didn't want you to have like any sort of like mother tongue interference or anything. And yes, I understand, like your fear is very valid. However, in an ideal situation, that shouldn't even exist. Because God knows the Englishman, the white individual in all their caucasity and white privilege does not give a flying <laughs> about your language. They don't care whether they mispronounce names as simple as Ada. It's literally Ada. But of course, they'll be calling somebody Ada up and down. And true, true, you that they're calling you that, you'll be answering and saying, mm, that's my name. you respond and say and carry it with your full chest. But then again, I can't even blame anyone. What do you want them to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to speak up against the dream you've always had? The glorious whiteness that has become the only hope for success that you've ever known because your country is too busy nursing her malignant tumors with worn out band-aids when you've been taught all your life, all your life you've been taught to give excuses for white supremacy and assimilate and in all of that, it's definitely a double-edged sword. Like, it's sad. It's sad to lose our culture. And, and it's sad for us, you know, not to know jack about our country. But for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. For our parents not teaching us about our culture and language, the equal reaction is we don't know anything and we can't speak our language. But the opposite, the, the positive reaction is there is now a deeper sense of pride not in the sense of like individual ethnic groups but there's now a more general nigerian culture and it's something i find so beautiful 
so even in like even as many parents would have fear that oh like we would lose our individual cultures i i I think this has drawn younger nigerians together we can relate on levels that go deeper than it in like inter-ethnic relationships or like differences and such it's a broader much more holistic less individualistic culture so while yes this nigerian culture might not exactly be the best thing for smaller groups because at the end of the day like smaller groups will always be subjected because in this neo-nigeria most of us would know words like you know like chineke or olodo or like shege and these are all from majority tribes you know hausa yoruba Ibo. but i think there's always sacrifice to be made and i think if it will mean leaving certain ethnicities or languages for the greater good of our nation then i think it's a sacrifice worth making i think there are definitely ways we can carry other people along but to say that we can take everything with us progress advance as a people who have a strong deep sense of connection to themselves and to their country i don't think doing that the way our parents would want would be possible